Hello everyone, welcome to another week of Sermon Review. I want to start by saying the purpose of this podcast and just set the vision for what we want to do and we'll do that every week by just repeating this verse as the intro of the podcast. And the the theme verse for this podcast is Galatians 6, 6, which says, Let the one who is taught the word share all good things with the one who teaches. And that is really what we desire with this podcast, to not just share the good things we learn with the one who teaches, but also share all good things with the people that we're learning with in our congregation. So that's my desire with this podcast, and hopefully it encourages you to do the same in your own non-podcast way. So this week we're looking at Judges 9, and it is the story of Abimelech. This is very close after the death of Gideon, and uh, Gideon left behind a kind of a, a void, a, a vacancy of the, at least the the spiritual leader of the people of God, the people of Israel. I say spiritual because there was no, there was technically no actual king in those days. That's what the book of Judges says. In those days, they had no king, and everyone did what was right in their own eyes. And so it was kind of a free-for-all, uh, and oftentimes resulted in, in different power grabs and and uh, civil wars and, and uh, struggles for domination and authority. And this story really has very little um, positive things to say about the people involved. And so you have Abimelech, and you have the 70 sons of Gideon. In, in this chapter, he's called Jerubbaal, Jerubbaal, the one who fights and defeats Baal. And then you also have another son, Jotham. So Abimelech really is the the antagonist of this of this conflict, and Abimelech rises to power. Um, is very deceptive, very sneaky, very violent, very cruel, very vengeful. And Jotham is is not like that. Jotham um, says, "If you continue in this behavior, Abimelech and people of Shechem." This will destroy you. You will destroy yourselves. It'll be like a mutual destruction. And uh, Jotham demonstrates that with a fable, or it's almost like a parable, where he talks about how the different trees, the fig tree, the, the, the vine, the olive tree, and these are later on actually images that are used to describe the, the kingdom of, of Israel. Uh, like a like a vineyard, these trees that produce that are supposed to produce good fruits, but in this parable, the trees that are supposed to be noble or more worthy are unwilling to take that leadership, and eventually the noble trees ask a bramble and like this thorn patch to be their leader, and the bramble accepts. And says, and and basically says that, well, you know, if you make me king, then I guess there will be certain consequences if this works out or not. And so Jotham tells this parable to say, if you choose Abimelech to be your leader, 
this will lead to your self-destruction. And this is where I want to bring in what Pastor Jose was saying when he preached this sermon on Sunday. He was talking about how Abimelech very much reflects the kind of view of power that that we have. The bramble bush actually had nothing to offer but still thought itself to be worthy of this role of king. The bramble bush says, yeah, come come under me and I'll give you shade. That's like us thinking that we can have the role of kingship that Jesus has. This is how delusional we are. Not just that we are thorny and and um, messed up people, destructive people, but we actually consider ourselves worthy of that role that we that we don't deserve. And so Abimelech not, not only reflects us in his sinfulness, but also in his in his self deception that he's actually worthy of all that power. He's actually worthy of that authority. That he can take vengeance out on people, uh, and he can burn these towers to the ground. But Jesus showed us a different kind of kingdom. Jesus showed us a kingdom that he is king over, where he took the thorns in himself, where he took the fire that should have burnt our towers down, and he was baptized with a baptism of fire. Um, how, How Jesus though he was in the form of God, did not count his equality with God a thing to be grasped or taken advantage of. When you read that parable that Jotham says, how the different trees and the different plants that produce good, they said, ah, oh, but I don't want to leave behind, you know, this wine that, it's, that cheers me up. I don't want to leave this good stuff. Whereas Philippians 2 says, Jesus, though he was in the form of God, did not count his equality with God a thing to be grasped and held on to and hoarded. But he freely gave himself and offered himself by taking upon himself the form of a servant. So Jesus shows us the kind of king that he is and the kind of kingdom that he brings. Lastly, I want to note this, something that stood out to me in the text of Judges 9. In verse 23 it says, God sent an evil spirit between Abimelech and the leaders of Shechem. This was a spirit that um, basically sealed the deal for their, for their self-destruction, their mutual destruction. In this kingdom, God doesn't send us a spirit of, of chaos. He doesn't send us a spirit of division. He doesn't send us a spirit of ill will or evil. But God in this kingdom, this new covenant, he sends us a spirit of peace. His own spirit himself to unify us with a peace and a harmony underneath Jesus' rule. And so you see, though Judges 9 is very absent of Christ-like figures, we can actually appreciate Jesus more due to his absence, due to um, what humanity lacks without Jesus. Um, so, so Judges 9 is one of these, one of these, these instances of what we, we can see what Jesus isn't. And that that very dark picture of humanity without Jesus actually helps us appreciate um, what we have in Christ, with Christ. That's all we have for this week. And remember, let the one who has taught the word share all good things with the one who teaches. See you next week.